0: I don't know even if I have to preach because or even if I have to speak because uh, from um, 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 promise hour to, through to um, Bible studies through worship is all about his glory. It has been all about his glory. It, it is not about you and I. So if you know you are here because of yourself then you have every reason and you have every cause to stand still. But if you know you are here because of the glory of God, if you know be you live because of the glory, if you know you and I move because of that glory, then you have every cause. You have every right. You have every reason to move and declare that yes, he is God. You have every reason. You have every reason to shout and say, yes, Lord, you are God. Indeed, he is the Alpha. He is the Omega. He is the beginning. He is the end. He knows the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning. Bibles make us understand. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word came to dwell among men that is you and I that word is powerful That word is the name it is a name above every name it is the name given above every authority it is the name that at its presence the demons salute you don't even have to mention that name just the presence of that name just the presence of that name and everything that fights against you began to scatter. Everything that fights against you, both during the daytime and the nighttime, the things of the air, the rules in the air, are the presence of that name. They bow. And that's why the winds and the sea obey that name. There is power in that name. There is power in that name. There is victory in that name. Declare your victory. If only you have the name that is above every name. Father, I want to give you all the glory. I give you all the honor and adoration O oh God. Your children, we have come just as we are, oh God. Father, today we are withholding nothing O oh God. Because of your name, we have come just as we are. We have come to exchange. We have come for an exchange. To offer that we have. To take that reward you have. Therefore, Father, O oh Lord, withhold hold not all from us, that which you have. But with our hearts, O oh God, we have come to receive from you, O oh God. Amen. Hallelujah! Shall we please be seated? Amen. I, uh, I know the time is being spent, so I will try and move fast because mo- most of my sermon has been already been delivered. I was sitting, I was like, oh, I think this is it. Um, I believe we are talking. Um, we are on. Um, the quarter we are in is. Uh, we are talking about a chosen generation. And uh, the subtopic given to us today is a people called by Christ's name. A people called by Christ's name. I believe many of us do have names. Everybody was given a name um, after birth. Our parents gave us names. Some of us, the names that were given to us, we we grew and we realized that, mm, that name was, mm, We would like to change our name because it doesn't go with our character or is 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 working against us. But there is a name that you and I can only have until we make that decision. To have that name you have to be willing. You have to give up some things in order to be able to have that name. Our text given to us um, is from um, Acts chapter 15, verses um, 14 to 17. And I want us to read through that before we we start. Acts chapter 15, verses 14 to 17. And I read. Simeon has reported how God first intervene to take from the Gentiles the people for his name and the words of the prophets agreed with this and as it is written after these things I will return and rebuild somebody say rebuild David's fallen tent I will rebuild its ruins and set it up again so the rest of humanity may seek the Lord, even all the Gentiles who called, who are called by the name, declares the Lord, who does these things known from long ago. Amen. When I began to read the given text, I, I I sometimes you know you can read the word and write it where you can you is able to you know put the pieces together. It makes It takes you somewhere. But as I was reading this, I kept reading and I kept reading and I kept reading. And I was like, there's got to be something right here that I have to understand because I don't get it. So I decided to go back to start from the whole chapter. That's chapter 15. And when you begin from chapter 15, verse 1, it says, Some men came down from Judea and began to teach their brothers. Unless you are circumcised, according to the custom prescribed by Moses, you cannot be saved. I paused right there. But as I paused, I wanted to know more. So I began to go further and further. And if you continue to read the whole chapter 15 going, you realize that the council of Jerusalem had gathered there was there was a, there was a um, a discussion you realize that there was a, an important meeting being held for the church the reason why this meeting was held because there was something at stake the very thing that was at stake was salvation hallelujah But as you, if you keep reading, it says what? To, to, to the leaders and to the council, in order to be saved, you have to be what? Circumcised. The, the, the Mosaic law has to be what? Followed. That is how they knew salvation to be. That is how they knew to have the name. You have to follow what? the law one thing that they were discussing about or was contemplating about was how the gentiles are getting the same name to them they wanted the gentiles to have the name they wanted them to be saved but it was how so am, am i making sense it was how They were acquiring that name. To them, it was by the laws. It was by the laws. In order for you to bear that name, you have to go by the laws. You have to be what? Circumcised. But as you read further, you realize that our old fellow, Peter, referred us back and said the mosaic loss was a yoke, was like a yoke which the Jews and their ancestors were not able to bear. Meaning, what is what is it trying to say? It was hard for them. It was hard for them. It was hard for them. If the if the loss are the ones that we need to follow. Why is it that the Jews and the ancestors kept falling back and falling back? They could never get there. They could never get there. I asked myself that question. And as I asked myself that question, he, re- the Lord re- revealed to me, let's open our, our books to um. um Galatians chapter 3 verses 19 to 24. Galatians chapter 3 verses 19 to 24. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. So I'm I'm going to start from um from 10. He says, "For all who rely on the works, for the law are under a curse because it is written, everyone who does not continue doing everything written in the book of the law is cursed. Now, it is clear that no one is justified before God by the law because the righteous will live by faith. The law is not based on faith. Instead, the the one who does these things will live by them. Christ. Everybody say Christ. Christ. That is the name that we have been called. What am I trying to get to? The question that popped up into my head was, If the law or the Mosaic law could not give us that name, could not get us there, why was it given to us? But as as you go further, it tells you in 19, it says, Why then was the law given? It was added because of our transgressions until the seed to whom the promise was made will come the law was given to us was as a guide it was to what guide us until the word the giving seed until the given name many of us as parents we do guide our children We guide them to make sure they are doing the right things. They are coming to the church. But how many of us has our guidance caused our children to say, I want to have that name? How many of us have said, I I guided my kids. And uh, because I guided my kids, they have that name. Anybody can testify to that? Not even one. The law was to guide unto what? The seed itself was to come. And as you keep going, he says, the law was put in effort through angels by me as a mediator. Now, the mediator is not just as one person. But God is one. Is the law therefore contrary to God's promise? Absolutely not. For, for for, if the law had been given that was able to give life then righteousness was not would certainly be by what? By law. Amen. But the scripture has imprisoned everything upon imprison everything under sin's power so that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to us who believe. Before this faith came, we we were confined under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith was revealed. The law then was our guardian and to what Christ Jesus, so that we could be justified by faith. Amen. What the Lord was trying to teach me, as I was I was trying to understand the people that he has been called by his name, or the topic that says a people called by Christ's name. We realize that the name of Christ is not just any ordinary name. When we say you are calling somebody by their name, it means the person is carrying something, an identity. And the name of God, or Christ's name, to bear his identity is not what? By our works. It is not by what we do that gives us the name. But it is what? By his grace. And our what? And our faith. It is by what? Trusting that yes, if I have faith in this given seed, I can partake of what? Salvation. Hallelujah. So, I I, I put down over here that to be called by that name, one, you must first what? Believe and accept that name. As I was using the parental way, you can always guide your kids. But until your child comes and lifts up their hand, believing in and accepting that name, you cannot hand that name to your child. Hallelujah. We can always guide. But until you and I accept, believe in that name, We can never have it. The very even profound thing is that as you read the uh, giving scripture, it says, we Gentiles, what do we mean by Gentiles? We that what? We did not deserve. We that we were uncounted. To the the, the Jews, eh, the name shouldn't be given to us easily. We have to what? Work for it. But for, forgetting that, not by our works, but by what? By faith in Christ Jesus. Not, it's not about whatever you do qualifies you to have that name. Nothing that you and I do gives us that name. It is by what? Faith. Believing in what? That name that is Christ Jesus will cause you to have that name. When you go to Acts chapter sixteen, um twenty-nine to um to thirty-one. And I'll I'll, I'll brush through quick. Like likewise, um Romans chapter ten verse nine, just like as it came through the the, the scriptures, um, the Bible studies today. Acts chapter sixteen, verses twenty nine to thirty one. And I and I read. Then, the jailer called the um, called. For lights, rushed in, and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he escorted them out and said, "Sir, what must I do to be saved?" Meaning, what must I do to bear that name, to for me to have that name? So, so they said, "Believe on the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, and you and your household will be saved." Likewise, when you go to Romans chapter, Romans chapter um. 10 verse 9, and I, I, it, was already, it was already read today, that what? you what, you confessing, confessing that name. So until you and I, as Gentiles, believe in that name and confess in that name, we cannot bear that name. We can't have that name. We can always go by the guide. That is the law. That is how they want us to believe. It will get us there. It will guide us. But until you and I confess, if you are, until you and I make that decision to accept and believe in that name, that name can never be ours. Hallelujah. Likewise, to be called by that name is to be what? To be redeemed. Hallelujah. Meaning, as you and I are... Gentiles, we have been bought by a price. We were redeemed by thy name. We were redeemed by the power of the name Jesus. It was the name based on that name. It was based on on the mercies of that name that you and I can say, I have that name. I I bear that name. Not by our works. Not by nothing that we, we do. Or not by anything that we want. We offer. Because re- let's remind ourselves whatever our forefathers offered could not what? Give us that name. It could not save us. You could offer as much as you, 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 you want. It does not qualify you for that name. Because if it is about offering what you have, some of us will be at a long line. Because some of us we don't have anything. If we regards to what we offer, then some of us, we are way at the back. It will take forever for us to get that name. But praise be to God that it's not about what we can offer, but what he is able to give. He comes out to deliver us. He comes out to redeem us. He bought us with a price. Amen. When you go to Romans chapter 9, Verses 23 to 26. And it says, And what if he did this to make known the riches of his glory on objects of mercy that he prepared, before, he prepared beforehand for glory on us, the ones he has called, not only from the Jews, but also for the Gentiles, as he also said, I will call not my people, my people. And she who is unloved, be loved. And it will be in the place where they, will, they were told, you are not my people. There I will be called sons of the living God. Amen. So it is not about what, what that people call you. or It's not about how. You see yourself. It is about what? How God sees you. He sees you as his own. He is buying you with what? A price. You, you were made out of what? His image. This is who you are. He is redeeming that which belongs to him. The, the very thing that belonged to him that was lost because of what? Sin. He is redeeming it back. Not only does he redeem you, but he rewards, he restores you. Because as Gentiles, we are very broken. We are shattered. We are into pieces. When we look at ourselves, you are like, oh no, I can't even pick myself back up. But guess what? Once you believe and you accept Christ, you confess. He what? He stretched forth his hand to what? To redeem his very own. It does not stop there. He does not just redeem you. But what? He restores you. He begins to what? Put you together. He begins to work on you. He begins to what? Put the pieces that what was broken. And re what? Build you. Amen. In order for you to carry that name, You don't have to have the name, what? With your your brokenness. You don't have to carry the name with what? Your iniquities. You don't have to have the name with what? Your troubles. To carry that name, you have to be refined in his image. Because bearing the name of, of Christ is what? Taking what? The garment of Christ. Hallelujah. It is what? Taking the garment of Christ. But how do you take the garment of Christ? If you are what? Broken. You are, you are, my, my native language, you are nyama, nyama like that. How do you put on the garment? The garment that is pure. The garment that has power. The garment that has authority. Undefined garment. Thank you, Grandpa. How do you put that on? When you are what broken into pieces. When you are shattered, until he what redeems you restore that which was was broken, that which the enemy took away from you. Until he restored that back to you. That is your identity. You were given that identity from the beginning. You were made in his image, in his likeness. You bear that name right from the beginning. But because of the plot of the evil one, you and I lost that name. We lost that identity. But praise be to God that he did not leave us in our shambles. He did not leave us in our iniquities. He restored us by redeeming us. To give us back the very name that belongs to us. So that we can walk boldly and say, yes, I am the identity of Christ. I am the image of him. I walk boldly as Christ. walked on this earth. And therefore, I need to put on the garment of Christ. And therefore, I need to do the things of Christ. Because you can never do the things of Christ if you do not have the word, the image of Christ. Hallelujah. It is impossible to walk the walk that he walked on this earth. And so you what? You have what? That garment on you. If it were left to the council of those days, the future church was in trouble. If it was left with some people, it was left with the enemy. The future of the church would have been in troubles. But it is very crucial, because you and I cannot be here. Because what? We, we cannot do the things to be able to what, to qualify for that name. But praise be to God. Praise be to the king of kings. The Lord of Lords, the great I am, the one who says yes and nobody can say no, the one who speaks and all things are silent, the one who is able to calm the storms, he is on your side. But beloved, guess what? He is here with us today. He asks us for nothing but for an exchange of that name. How many of us are willing to surrender? I just want you to picture, we the married ones here, or those who are planning to get married, you already have a name. But you go what? For an exchange. Of a name that is going to what? Be a covering over you. Are you willing to let go? Are you willing to let go yourself? That is the old you, the old name, in exchange for that garment of Christ. How many of us can say that? Because let going of ourselves is sometimes difficult. Because I have done it in my way for too long. And I think I know all the loops. They thought the law, what knew all the loops. They thought the law could get them there. But one thing that they did not realize, that they could not give them what? The name, the salvation they were looking for. He has granted us with grace, yes. You might have. I got it. I, I think I can do this here. But until you surrender it, until you are willing to exchange what you have, you can never what? Take what he is willing to offer. That is better than what you have, until you want that which He has. That is better. There has to be an exchange. How many of us are willing to surrender? Many a times. It is so hard because I have done this way so many, so many times, and I believe it has worked for me. But to what extent has Your ways worked for you? To what point has your name taken you? And to what point has the name that you have or the character or the identity you have taken you? It has taken you, but to this far. Are you willing to exchange for that name? The name that will take you beyond. The name that is, is above every name. The name that supersedes all. Are you willing to have that name? But the question to ask this morning, how much are we willing to exchange? Are we willing to give our all withholding nothing? Withholding not nothing. Giving it, it all. Giving it, it all not because of what you are gaining, but for his glory. Because what? That is what you and I were made for. That is the core and the beginning of our being. How many of us are willing to surrender it all? I don't want to I, I don't I don't even want to keep going because as I said from from promise hour through to worship. How many of us anybody here willing to exchange That name that you have. How many of us are willing to exchange our problems for his solution? How many of us are willing to offer our tears for his joy? Ponder on this. He offers this to you this morning. Come, all ye. Ah, heavenly lady, and I will give you rest. The mosaic law was a burden; it was a yoke that they could not bear. It couldn't get them where they wanted to be. Every time they tried, they went ten back, worse. Every time they moved one step, it was ten times backwards. This morning. He is here with us, asking us, are we willing? It's okay. He did not come to uh, abolish the law. He did not come. You have walked with the Mosaic Law. But now, his question to you and I are you willing to exchange the seed you have in your hand for the seed that he has? Let's stand on our feet. Let's stand on our feet. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, we believe that it is possible. Father, we believe that it is possible, oh God. We believe that it is possible. Father, we believe that it is possible. Oh, begin to thank the Lord for the seed that he offers to us this morning. Begin to thank the name of the name of the Lord. Begin to exalt the name of the Lord. Thank him for his name, the seed that he has offered unto us this morning. Thank him for that name. It is a name.